3: Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee
0: it up from the back every week.
2: Welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast. Today is Monday, March 16th. We're back on schedule. And before we get to anything, we got a a big guest here. Our first ever LPGA guest, as a matter of fact. We've been working on it, so you're going to have to help us
3: get more. But Reed, I'll let you know.
0: First ever. Love it.
3: Yeah, uh, thanks, Zach. Um, you know, we've had some pretty cool people on in the past, um, you know, whether it be NHL scouts, whether it be, you know, instructors, whatever. But after the first three weeks I've spent with Ryan, uh, it's been nothing but short of awesome. Um, she's the person that so easy to get along with. Uh, two, uh, 2011 Solheim Cup team member uh, on the big break. Played on the LPGA for 10 seasons, many great finishes. Um, and besides the golf, huge surfer. I'll let her do some uh, talking on that. But Ryan O'Toole, how are we doing?
0: I'm doing great. I feel like you're giving me more credit than I deserve. So um, maybe I can live up to that a little bit.
2: Ryan, we <laughs> hey, got to ask t- you, before any of this, how is Reed? Like, sick of him yet? <laughs> no,
0: not sick of him at all. I have to say I'm super lucky to have him on the bag. Um, I tell everybody that's asked me, you know, family or friends or um, anybody just, I feel like I finally have the caddy that I've been looking for. And I don't mean any disregard to the past caddies I've had, but I just feel like I can just go play golf now and he's got the rest. So I'm super hyped on this season. I feel like the first two weeks were a good show of just what we're capable of doing. Um, I felt like I, well, we 24th and then a 30 something place and I feel like that was bad. So Right. With that being said, I just feel like uh, I just feel we have a good season ahead, so I'm really there excited. Was a, start
3: there was a lot, of, a lot of positive that came out of the first couple of weeks. I mean, we had we showed some good, good spurts, and wow, we you know we had some holes that didn't didn't go our way, and then you know, uh, you know, maybe misjudge them or whatever it was, but uh, I think there's a lot of positive that can be had and said, and the future coming is is uh, you know looking bright.
0: Exactly. I mean, I mean, just to think that like. Let's just shoot. Like to go. Okay, hey, we didn't have a great week and we finished thirtieth or you know mid twenties. Right. It's like okay, that's a bad week. Then what's a good week? Right. Um, and then we a great week on top of that. So to me, like right. you know, especially the first time working together, um, I know we spent a couple days prior to the events, but still, typically it takes some time for a caddy to learn a player, player to learn a caddy, and it's just to feel like the dynamic just meshed really quickly and well. Was awesome.
2: Yeah, what's yeah. the learning curve like? Because obviously, Reed, you haven't seen a lot of these courses, or I don't think you've seen a lot of them. Is there a big learning curve in that aspect?
3: Um, you know, there is. And I was lucky enough the first two weeks, and granted it was they were kind of vague at the start, and they, a lot of it came back to me as I saw it. Um, more so like Nona than the Golden Golden O'Cala. But yeah, I mean learning new golf courses, you know, it's a if, if anyone tells you it's not something new and something that you got to go learn they're, they're fooling you. Like every golf course is laid out a certain way because of how the, the architect and designer wanted it to be laid out. And you got to go as a caddy, you feel like when you tee it up Thursday, you're prepared for anything that comes, whether it's a, a tree that, you know, is 30 yards off the fairway, you know, a number from there, whether it's, you know, angles on certain pins or laying up certain spots, whatever it is. I mean, every golf course requires a certain amount of information. So, I mean, I would say, you know, after you've seen a golf course for three, three, four years straight, sure you start feeling more comfortable on it, but I mean, still, yeah, you still have to do your due diligence and get your work done, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm also wondering, is Reed the biggest caddy on the LPGA tour?
0: Um, pretty close, I think. I think- uh, I,
3: haven't, I haven't seen many too much, maybe, maybe a little taller. <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe uh-huh. a little taller, but pound for pound in height, I think Reed's got yeah. it. Right.
1: We're trying to I got a, get Reed...
0: a personal traveling bodyguard. That's how I feel.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're trying to get Reed to sport a pink outfit one of these days. So maybe uh, you can talk him into that too.
0: Yes, we can well, sport one together. To be, you yeah.
2: guys win a tournament. Reed has to wear it the next week.
3: All, all pink, perfect. pink shoes.
0: How about you have Green to wear all pink. all pink next time if we're leading on Sunday? You have to wear all pink.
3: All right, deal.
0: <laughs> deal. I think it'd look but cute on you that color would look good.
3: Hey, if we're in that position, I'll wear, I'll wear polka dots and and uh, an old old Scottish hat or something, whatever you want.
0: Yeah, just say pink is no big deal. Let's go with like a full tie-dye outfit or something it would be really interesting. Right.
3: Don't don't give these guys too big of ideas because they'll come up with polka
0: dots. I love it. That's fine with me. Um, yeah. But I feel like, you know, most people probably... Uh, I'm sure that our listening to this would be like, you know, what makes a good caddy? I feel like um, a lot of times like people always ask me, you know, well, what do you look for in a caddy or how's that process go? Because um, if you're not a player, then it's just, you don't know. Um, I think it's it. like anybody I say, it's almost like finding a relationship. Like you have to have that mm-hmm. compatibility. You have to have that communication. Um, and on top of that, you got to be able to enjoy time together because you're spending Seven, eight hours a day, every day together.
3: Right.
2: That's what you hear all the time. I guess it must be it's different for a lot of players, I assume. I mean, I'm the worst golfer of the group, bar none. But but what you hear from everyone, different things between either you want the caddy to really know the course, know how you play it, but then you got a guy like Lee Westwood, who we see playing so well and he has his girlfriend on the bag. And as far as yeah. I know, she's not so big in the golf world, she doesn't Give him too much advice, I don't think out there. I don't think she's pulling the clubs for him.
0: No, you know, you get some players that are like that. Like I have a lot of friends on tour that are just they just want a bag carrier, someone that they enjoy to be around and that's it. And you know, and then you get other players that don't even carry a yardage book and they depend completely on the caddy giving the information. So you have two ends of the spectrum there. Um I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, but I found that I'd rather be the player that can work on hey, I'll work on the golf game, I'll make sure that I, I can show up and be able to swing it, putt it, whatever, um, and you figure out the ins and outs of the course. I mean, to try to do that all as a player, and for me, it just is a lot of work. I'd rather rely on my teammate and just say, "Hey, you know, to know, hey, if a pin's over here, you know, we need to end up here, or if you know, change a tee box or anything, wind, and to be able to have somebody that can um, be there to. Um, know that information and to pick it up fast. I mean, they'll change the tee box on us and to be aware of that or anything. I mean, he just—I just feel like Reed, you do a great job at gathering information. in the days prior, you do a ton of work. I mean, you work hard, and it's nice to have a guy, you know a guy in the bag that can do both or that is working just as hard as I feel like I am.
3: Right, right. So I feel like I feel like if you know if you're going to try to do it this level, and I don't care at what part of the world or what tour you're on. Like that's what you got to give. If you're going to give it. If you're going gonna to go, you know, give it a go, you have to give it 100%. I'll say, why, why are we doing it?
0: You know? Yeah,
3: and that's kind exactly. of the way I look at it.
0: So. Well, I feel like I stole a really good caddy from the PGA Tour, and so lucky me. So. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, mean, I always said about Reed, I mean,
2: I mean, knowing Reed, the guy knows how to have fun. He's a good time. But when it came down to work, because we went to a, a couple of events together, I've never seen mm-hmm. someone work as hard as Reed. The guy showed that's up right. like, way Exactly. That was about a
3: year ago. That was about a year ago, wasn't it? We were at uh, West Palm.
2: It was exactly a year ago, I think. It was the Honda Classic, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, and that's really what I love. Normally. I, I, I'm. You'd be surprised at how many people you have to tell, hey, you can, or just ask me, you gonna go walk the course or anything? Or it's like, half of them don't do it, or they'll be like, yeah, I walked yeah. it when we did a practice round. I'm thinking, so is my practice round the only time I practice? Like. So, I don't hit balls before or after or work on that because well, I did it on the golf course. It's good. Like, to me, it's just if you want it a lot, you're going to put in the effort. And um, and if you love it, but I think it comes down to loving it, whether you love what you, what you do or you don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess
2: it's a unique job, but I guess some people don't think of it as much as a job as they do, like, nap your time. Working at a desk. You got yeah. But, well, um, for those, like I
0: said, I'm very lucky.
2: For those of our, our listeners who aren't as familiar with you, what we always like to do with our guests is, like, give us a quick elevator pitch of how you got to where you are or how everything started in golf.
0: Okay. Um, so, synopsis, my family doesn't play golf. My parents don't play. Brother, sister, nope. Uh, I went to a junior lesson when I was, like, 13. Uh, it was, like, a $5 lesson at a Muni course, San Clemente Muni. And it was on the range, and I was hitting – 145 yards, seven irons with a draw. And the coach is like, have you ever played golf before? And I said, nope. I, I had been playing softball for a long time, um, big into basketball and a couple other sports. But to me, I was just joking. Like, no, it's just the ball's standing still. Like, all I have to do is swing as hard at it as I yeah. want at it. So mm-hmm. I just – I came home. I told my parents I wanted to play. They kind of just brushed it off. I mean, I was the type of kid that came home and said, hey, I want to ride a unicycle or I want to do karate or – anything and everything. And so they kind of just were like yeah 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 the head pro ended up calling my house and said hey you need to get your daughter started um you know I saw some talent in her that I don't see. And so then after that my parents bought me a set of clubs. They bought me like every other club I think pitching wedge, 8 iron, 6 iron, 4 so I learned to hit yardages you know with half of a set. So it was kind of nice. It was a um the pro kind of said, you know that'd be a good starting way. Um, And it actually worked out well for me. Um, But yeah, after that, I just, the rest was history. I started, I eventually gave up softball in high school. I played basketball through high school. Um, I gave up skating professionally. Uh, I surfed just for fun. So I kind of just, I mean, I fully fell in love with golf and knew that that's what I wanted to do. And uh, it got me to play at UCLA. uh, And I just, I kind of knew when I was younger, I wanted to play a sport professionally, and I just didn't know what one. Um, but as soon as I figured out, picked up golf, I knew that that was it.
3: For uh, Zach and Nolan, uh, she surfed some waves that like I would be that scared to even like walk up to. Um,
0: that's I mean, only because uh, you can't swim.
3: I know that's 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 the that's the uh, that's the undiscovered undisco- uh, secret in my in my life. But yeah, not a very. I didn't good snor- realize that She goes out and surf she goes out and surfs these massive waves, and I'm looking at them like, yeah, I wouldn't even come within 30 feet of them. I wouldn't even go in the water there. No, thank you. But They're pretty impressive. I've
2: always wanted uh, to surf, because I feel like surfing is like the cruelest thing you could do. Oh, I- uh,
0: it's so, it's it's really hard. It's like golf. If you don't practice it, if you stop doing it for a little while, you kind of suck at it again, or you just are out of shape with it. Um, you
2: know, paddling I did, conditions I are so different. I did it once in Hawaii, and I got up. It was a straight wave. I don't know how people turn, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a total learning. Like, if you're good at, like, board sports, like, I snowboard, wakeboard, surf, wake surf. I mean, anything with a board I love. But yeah. surfing is just another animal. And then you apply the, you know, the whole wave factor to it. And it's, it's a very humbling experience. Sometimes when the waves are big, it scares me. And I, I hate it in the moment when I'm out there. But at the same time, it's so it just centers you again and it really, it makes you realize like life is so much bigger than what we are and what you can control. And I just, you know, there's times that I trust me, he thinks I surf big waves, but no, I'm no big wave surfer compared to what's out there. And I, you know, I appreciate anybody that really chases big waves. I just think that's you are on another planet mentally.
3: Like North beach, Hawaii, right?
0: Like those are some big ass waves. Yeah. The North shore. Yeah. Or, you know, I had, I I grew up with a uh, couple of pro surfers, and, um, you know, some of them have, have records of, you know, holding titles of the biggest wave of the year kind of stuff. And it's just, I look at them and I right. go, I just, that high that they chase, I just can't fathom what that feels like. But I also don't have a death wish.
2: Right, <laughs> hey, one so, wrong move. You fall off one of those waves. Aren't they like 50, 60 feet high? Some of these like records?
0: Uh, hundred foot. Um, they wow. wear like vests. They have vests that help so they don't crush their chest. Um, or that they have a pull cord so that they can you know it fills up with air and they rise to the water or rise to the top i mean they have all sorts of stuff now that can really help because you have tons thousands of tons of pressure of water that would be coming down on top of you but it's mainly like how long it would hold you under for like a wave that big when you get thrown down you end up not knowing which is up or down like that's how like discombobulated you are and how much like movement's going on that you don't just rise instantly like you really end up losing um, awareness of where to swim to, so um, a lot of times they say like if you can keep the leash on like you can find your way back up to the top because your board floats, but yeah, they've established a lot of stuff, just like heli skiing, you know, where people have the vests that create like a little pod yeah, that if they, the
2: avalanche but... like, avalanche
0: yeah and the beacon and stuff like that, so they have stuff like that, but still, i mean i just i couldn't even imagine i I really couldn't imagine.
2: Nolan, I uh, we can't see you on camera for those just tuning in. <laughs> Nolan's
1: camera is completely blown out. So I'll turn hey it Yeah, is even there? I stick to body surfing. That's about it. And you know, me and Reed being <laughs> Pacific Northwesters, we really don't go to the ocean to surf uh too much. Yeah, you know, there's hey, great you know, there's no great one. surfing if you uh if you wanna find it, you put on your wetsuits, but not not as quite as nice as uh California there. Hey, no, and uh, just a fun yeah. fact: I grew up in Seattle, spent
3: yeah. spent 18 years there. I've never been on a ski or snow or, or snowboard. Never been <laughs> on a jet ski. Never been on nothing. Yeah, we Great do. That, I,
0: amazes me. This is I also the quite, guy that wants that could live in Ocala, and that amazed me too. I, was like, right? oh, no, I can live here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Reed is I've a model, you
0: know anomaly.
1: I've done my fair, fair share of, like, uh, water sports, though. I've wakeboarded because we live on a river down here. And, oh, nice. Um, so yeah, I can I can swing it a little bit.
0: Um, you get idea. I it's yeah.
1: fun. <laughs> but, uh, I mean. let, let's go to the golf a little
2: bit. We got to get back to the big story of the week, the Players' Championship. I'm sure we were all tuned into that. I mean, JT, we were talking about it before, My my pick was not JT, but I was like, this guy looks pretty good. Unfortunately, no one picks right again. That's sort of
3: our MO. Yeah. we are in like a dry spell. And that's because you, you
0: didn't picked. ask you didn't ask me to pick. I would have, you know, thrown JT. JT. You always gotta throw says JT. They in they the mix. Had
2: JT now.
3: I
0: thought I thought no. like,
3: ball on twelve was going in the hole. That second shot on twelve. That part is mm-hmm. it thirteen to par five. Uh, uh, 11. 10, 11, eleven twelve. Eleven. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that that looked like it was gonna roll in like a pot. And I think from there on out, it was just he was he had a game that you know couldn't you know someone was me hard hard pressed to match uh, yesterday, and I mean well, it, was, it was impressive.
0: They always say like winning. I mean, requires luck. I mean, it's true. Like, look at some of the shots he hit that he got. I mean, that shot on 18, like, where it just kind of trailed around the water edge. I mean, how many times anybody else would be like, oh, that (laughs) wouldn't. Oh,
1: he he knew it. (laughs) He knew it, too. He was like, hang on, ball. Please hang on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's so true. When when it's your time, it's just your time. And it's crazy how that works. I just –
2: Chris Sergio had another one on. I think it was on Friday. I think where he. I don't know how he didn't have an albatross on. I think it was the eleventh hole too.
0: Oh so he yeah.
2: Going in, stopped four inches from the hole.
0: Who yeah. Sergio? Yeah. What about the fourth inch he missed?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Was that on Friday or Thursday.
0: <laughs> I don't know, yeah, Brian, but I was that... watching all the bloopers today, and it was unbelievable. Some of the shots that I saw this week.
1: Brian, so you, I, can I t- you were about. You're about to say four footer, but then you're like incher. Because <laughs> yeah, that like, thing Whoa. was a tap in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I flipped it well, on. I was Sunday. like, is the camera angle just making it look really short? Or for <laughs> right. sure you had a further putt coming back. And I was on like, six first, inches.
3: The first two shots I saw on Sunday when I flipped it on, I don't remember who it was, shanked it on 17 over yeah. by oh, oh, that tree.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
2: yeah, Bryson and Westwood both, both hit them in the water. Yeah, no, and then,
3: it was it was the very next it. swing was. Dechambeau no. topping it. I was like, "What is oh, yeah, going
0: then, on here?" Yeah, Bryson, 140 yards under the water.
3: Hey, yeah. he claims he
2: tweeted out he did not shank it. He just hit. He just hit the top of the ball ever so slightly.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> like if you shank it. I just hit the heel ever so slightly.
2: Yeah, no, that's what he was saying. Bryson strongly, strongly believes he did not shank that ball. He wanted everyone to know. I mean, Who cares? we went, all
0: shank it. <laughs> it
1: went yeah, pretty like, straight. Went pretty straight. I practice with
0: Yeah, I had to find the <laughs>
1: yeah, to geez, find a shank as off off the hosel. So I mean, he he probably hit it near the middle. He, just
0: <laughs> I, I think a top is harder to do than a shank. Oh, yeah, one
1: hundred percent. One
0: hundred percent. It was like um, who who shank who top cold topped it at the Pebble Beach um this year Molinaro.
2: Oh, Molinari, Molinari yeah. did. Molinari,
0: yeah, Molinari, yeah. yeah. yeah
2: if Varner had one too, like a year ago, like the worst one, Ugh. but
0: Ugh. Bryson gives me, like, out
2: like uh, what the most impressive is that I topped a shot and then finished third. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys all but, suck. Mean, like you guys are hitting it. Well,
0: <laughs> people do it all the time, but it's funny. I mean, like it's always so often that you just see the best shots all the time because the leaders are always just playing great.
1: So right. then just
0: fun to see you know, everyone's human, you know, cause it's just, even as a pro golfer, when we do it, we just feel like, I'm, I'm just going to dig myself in a hole right here and just leave me over here. <laughs> like, like, you can't hide. But it's just – it's hard to remember that everybody does it.
1: Yeah, who was it? Uh it was Eddie Pepperols. He, like, tweeted something out like, man, I was about to give up golf professionally. And then he saw that and he's like, oh, I'm right back in it, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone like else tweeted even- about Bryson's – yeah, top –
2: yeah, I feel like it's not even embarrassing. I feel like it's, like, funny. Like, obviously, these guys know how to hit it. It's not like Bryson can't drive the ball.
0: I know. I mean, you, it just, I mean, it's true, though. You, If you think about it, the the is so close to the center. I mean, you move a quarter of an inch and you're hitting yep. So I was just going to say, a quarter of an inch
3: and in the left side of the golf ball is on the hosel. Like, it's not yeah. that far off. For a club, you're swinging at 110 miles an hour. Those guys, or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, they're Crazy. like 130. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but I mean, with, with the irons, you know what I mean? Like.
0: Oh, irons. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yes, but yeah. still, I mean,
3: that's so, faster than
0: a baseball pitch.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then,
0: two I don't know, other but...
2: stories from the week. Uh, before Westwood, one thing I thought was crazy at one point: the leaderboard on Sunday matched exactly the leaderboard from the week before, where it was Bryson Westwood, Connors, one, two, and three, oh yeah. With like, I
0: think Westwood's gonna win soon here. So if you're betters out there, I mean, wait, can I even? I don't say know, this? do
2: You think he's gonna win? I feel like this was his chance, and he's not. But I hope he wins. I'm rooting for him.
0: I'd be I curious. Just
3: feel like... I'd be curious to see how many. He's got to be top five all time in second place finishes. Has to be second no. thirds. It feels like just knocking, he's just on the door knocking all at time. the door. The
0: last two weeks, he's just been right there. Yeah. So either it's going to either it's going to build him or it could go the other way. I, it's hard yeah. to say. Well,
1: he's, see, maybe... made, he's made almost like $3 million in two weeks and hasn't won a golf. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Well, that hey, on 18
2: was a, a half a million dollar putt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really yeah not a bad gig sucks for the other guys no. they are all probably all like begging him to miss
0: yeah
2: reed like are you a sure night. you
0: want to caddy on our tour
3: <laughs> hey that, that yeah. stuff's crazy out there man it's fun but it's it's uh it's intense not that it is it isn't lpga but that's in uh, figures that different. are it's hey, just different
0: well, i appreciate you guys taking me on and you know just driving awareness to lpga i think reed sees it a bit more as far as like I mean, he's been out there now for two weeks. So it's interesting to see. Like, I pick his brain all the time. Like, you know, how's it out there? How's it different out here? And blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of cool. Like, someone that's been on that side because, I mean, I know PGA guys, but I don't, not playing in the event. So,
2: right.
1: I feel like there's, I'll tell you 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 what, Ryan. I love, go ahead, Nolan. Sorry. uh, I was going to say, I love when you guys come up to Portland to Columbia Edgewater. Oh, yeah.
0: Great golf course.
1: Yeah. I went to last, Last season's – was it last – or two years ago? I can't even remember now. Uh, yeah, went to that COVID. event. Super fun. Uh, you guys are way more accessible and, like, you know, it's just – I don't know. It, it was a much, much more intimate uh, feeling watching you guys out there. And I'll tell you what, I'm so glad you came on because I – not a lack of trying i've been trying to get so many lpga girls on here and hopefully this like starts uh you know starts i think
0: we can i think and, and i can work on that I'm. I know, sure that's right. that's
1: why, so, why does no one answer us? in the lpga no one ever wants to answer I my the most- my theory is zach that these girls freaking work way too much way more than the guys they're just constantly way too busy so that's You're why right, they ain't right. got time for no dumb podcast <laughs>
0: I think I think more so they just are like who are these creepy guys asking me to do their podcast?
3: Yeah, it's <laughs> like, a little different scenario in that in that, in that sense. Like, but, I'm just kidding. No,
0: I think now that like if they start to get to know Reed and stuff, and Reed's like, "Hey, we do a podcast with me," I'm pretty sure they'll be way more inclined. I think they I think someone even attention. like
3: even I think someone even like Julia would be you know willing to willing to come on and shoot oh. the show.
0: Oh yeah, you could get a. I could. We could easily like get way more, so it'd be no problem. But yeah, like you said, Nolan, um, I think anybody that I've talked to that I've first time going to an l p j event, like they realize like how like w- way more accessible, way more approachable, way more intimate. I mean, I get it. You have less fans, so it's a lot easier to watch and spectate and stuff like that. But it's, you know, yeah, we don't hit the ball forever, but we hit it further than your average male golfer. Like, any even great amateur player, we still hit it just as far as they do. Um, and some girls, you know, there's a couple girls out there that swing 113 miles an hour. Like, yep. people just don't realize. Um, and what, like, your player that you had last time, I mean, I'm an iron difference in clubbing, so I'm not far. Yeah. It's just
3: not, – not, like, not much.
0: So, I know that we don't have that, oh, Bryson DeChambeau hitting it 380, 400 yards, but – um, we also don't hit it off the planet in the trees <laughs> like we're very also, consistent who
2: cares to hit it <laughs> i would say like the driving is nice but no one could relate to Bryce and Djembo at all people could relate no one. So when you're when you're off hundred no, which is, yards is an anomaly away.
0: you want to watch it yeah but yeah okay what's he going to show like if anybody wants to learn golf or like see like oh okay i can get my game to like something that looks kind of mm-hmm. like that like come yeah come watch like also, that's we play the same thing tees me
2: is always always watching when they're 100 yards away and it's for sure the same for you guys how close you guys all hit it to the to the hole yeah people don't realize how hard it is from 100 yards away to get it inside 10 feet of a tiny little hole
0: no but it's like um who was i saying i was talking to somebody the other day and i was just like oh i think i was telling you Reed, is like you'll get some girls that don't hit it anywhere but they're deadly with like there's five woods seven woods like half their bag is woods and they they'll be like behind me so i'll have nine iron in it, and they're having a wooden you know 20 yards right. behind me and they stuff it and i just am always like wow because <laughs> you put a wood in my hand i'm like i hope this hits the green
3: right well they just get so dialed with five woods and seven woods and stuff oh and it's you
0: know, ridiculous and yeah it's,
3: like, it, it, it is impressive
1: it really is
0: but i'm just like okay girl with billion woods is beating me <laughs> what's happening
1: yeah, I mean that's, that's got to be how bryson feels sometimes right when lee yeah. westwood the 47 year old dude is like bryson mm-hmm. out drives yeah. lee westwood on the first hole by like 40 yards or something and lee makes birdie and bryson like was hit a terrible wedge into the back of the green and i was just like dang that's golf i mean that's what's so awesome is so many different swings, so many different personalities can work. and yeah, a low score. All that, all that matters is shooting a low score. That's all that is. Right.
0: It's like um, – what did you say, Reed? Like, uh, I was talking about, like, I mean, if I, I feel stupid if I hit a drive into the rough. Like, I'm just like, oh, I missed it. He goes, that's a miss. Like, you're yeah, used to, like, like, in the trees. Yeah,
3: <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm used to seeing misses that are, like, uh, is, is it out of bounds or is it in play, like, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. and I I went out to the LPGA, and obviously the first two events, I'm like, she's, she's like, I missed it. I'm like, well, I mean, we can, we can play from there. Like, it's not, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I'm sure it's not ideal, but, like, we can hit the green from there and get it where we need to get it to make par. Or get it, I mean, whatever. But it's like, it's pretty cool.
0: But it's just I'm been like interesting. This. Like, I love, to, I love hearing the difference. It's just, because it's just different. I mean, I right. just always wanted to know.
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, you get your you get your bunners on the PGA Tour, they hit 12 and a half fairways around on average yeah. or whatever. They hit it to 280, and just kind of doing it on the fairway. But most of them are trying to fly at 3 through 10 nowadays. So you get some big misses, and it's, it's, it's funny. That's, to fly true. To That's true. Right. So um,
2: what's, like, uh, on the LPGA Tour, what's, what's the biggest difference? between I mean, the PGA Tour in terms of, like, the statistics on fairways hit kind of, greens hit?
0: Man, to be honest, I I wish I had my my coach is actually staying with me here, and he's I think at the gym or something. But I wish I had him here to give you that answer because he would be the one that would actually know that answer. Oh,
3: like, Jorge, Jorge, Jorge would just, break it down shot by shot on that, Zach. Oh man, yeah, Jorge have have would Jorge know. Tweeted us.
0: <laughs> he did.
2: No, no, we're gonna have to have him like
0: tweet oh, us with oh, all the yeah, stats every. I can figure. It, yeah, I'll figure it out. But I mean, I, I don't even. Know. <laughs> I mean, if you're hitting 15 fairways around, you're for sure in the top driving. I can see. I mean, if you're, uh, I mean.
3: 15 greens. Probably fi- like, I would say 15 greens. And, 15
0: and then, greens, I meant. Not fairway yet. 15, 15 greens, greens
3: and, and like 12 or 14 fairways. You're probably up there.
0: Yeah. There's, yeah. You I would say that a lot of, girl, way, a lot of girls want. can hit 13 to 14 fairways. Hmm?
2: Sure. Absolutely. I would, yeah, I would agree DJ with Tour, you hit 12 or 14. You're number one, probably. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah pretty yeah, pretty mean, damn close. I, I mean, definitely. Like, the, obviously, the further you hit it, the more dis- your dispersion dispersion's going to increase. I mean, the, obvi- that's normal shot dispersion, but um, it's just both parties are maxing out their swing speed. So, but regardless, <laughs> the the further back you get, obviously, your range is going to be different.
2: Yeah, really. right. distance becoming more of a thing on the LPGA tour as it is on the PGA. Like such a.
0: It, I mean, definitely the younger generation coming out is, um, you know, there's a lot of bigger hitters. Like there's been every, every year that you seem to get some, a couple young ones that are just bombing it. Uh, yeah. there's a girl named Bianca that hits, she pro- Bianca probably carries it 285, 280. to Um, and Van Dam is up there in the two eighties. I mean, it's just, right. you get some girls that can really move it. Um, so, um, I mean, I, it's it's there. I think it's definitely in the in in that younger generation. Um, like anything, is just progressing that that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, technology and all that too. I mean, each 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 year a new driver comes out. It's like you're looking to see if you can carry it further. I mean, have we changed? Not really. Has my swing speed changed? Not really. But you're just trying to max out, and usually, like new product can kind of bring you to that next level. So I obviously think that that's helping. Uh, I don't know, Ryan. Bryson's hitting like a five-year-old driver, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah right?
0: He, yeah, uh, that cobra cobra's five years old.
1: Yeah, I wonder why he does that. That's interesting.
0: Um, that driver's supposed to be anti-left, uh, really low spin. Um, I, I think that's kind of the direction he's going. So at the swing speed that he's swinging, like something that's coming out really low spin is probably going to help him get that mm. carry distance and then. That anti left is also a very big thing.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, Ryan, you're, you're our first LPGA player, but you're not our first big break contestant player. Let's, oh. let's, let's hear. We had uh, Julian Trudeau on. Um, okay. But let's hear a little bit about your big break experience. And uh, I loved watching that show all the time. I definitely watched your season. Um, so. Okay. How is, we had a, how is we that did a experience? good season? Yeah.
0: Um, I feel like my season had a lot of solid players on it, to be honest. Um yeah. it was a stack, stacked season. Yeah. Um it was fun. Two weeks of filming, so they cram it into two weeks. Um, they let's see, they run to the bone as far as tiredness. And I think that creates some of the claws that come out in <laughs> people. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you're you're literally up at five in the morning and you're Oh, and they keep you up to like 12 or one every night. And it's like you play, you, you, so you warm up in the morning. They tell you kind of a little bit of what possibly could be the competition. So they give you a time to kind of warm up that area. And then you end up sitting for like 45 minutes before you even hit a shot. So it's kind of like this weird, uh, it kind of helped with like rain delays. So you're going to rain delay. You're like, okay, whatever. Well, I'm used to this sitting process now. Um, and then at the end of the night, um, you shower, eat dinner, then you got to get dressed again and makeup and all this stuff. And, and then they put you into like in the interview room. So where they plug in all the little commentary stuff, like, so then mm-hmm. just, you're slotted into an interview time. So then, yeah, it ends up being like 12, 1 o'clock and then you do it all again. So you're just running off of nothing and a lot of hurry up to wait. So it's very interesting dynamic because I think that kind of changes a lot of stuff. But then the questions that they ask you in the interview room are always, like, if they want an answer from you, they're going to ask you five different ways. So, either you're, you can avoid it, or you end up getting sucked in to give them what they want.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting. The yeah. Don't really think yeah. about it, but it's true.
0: It, it's true. I mean, like, they'll literally mm-hmm. ask you five different ways, or more, or you just end up not giving them what they want. But it's definitely... I mean, it, it was a fun show. You could tell when they... There was times, like, I think in my season... um Carleen and Sarah got in an argument about like um, something and I can just, it was one of those moments. I'm like, I'm going to avoid this because I know that this is going to get blasted when they show (laughs) it. It was just one of those that they're just going to hone right in on this dramatic moment. And, um, but no, the show was great as far as like, it taught me how to speak in front of a camera. It taught me how to give interviews. Um, Like I said, it kind of, I, I liked how it kind of, honed in on my rain delay factor that I carried in. So, uh, going into like my first year on, on tour the following year was just a nice kind of thing to have under my belt. Um, but I mean, it's not really relaying who the good golfer is. I think, I think cause just in the sense of how they set up the competitions, what they did. Um, and it just, it's not real as far as just playing 18 holes. So, right. um, but for the most part, it was great. It was just a fun experience, and I'm glad I did it. So,
2: how, yeah. how do you get on to it?
0: Um, they were doing like interviews at uh, some of our local tournaments, uh, symmetric tour events, and they always said, you know, like I, I heard from other girls that have done it, like, you know, like what do they look for? So, you kind of play into a, a character or a personality. Um, so, I just try to play into that competitive nature that I had and um, came across as more competitive because they want to be able to kind of categorize people or characterize each individual person so that they have something that they're bringing to the table. And so I just tried to play into that and it worked. Um, so yeah.
2: Now you're a reality TV
0: star. Oh yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) For the longest time, people still brought up the big break and I was like, so like after my rookie year on tour, um, I took ninth at the US Open, my first Open I've ever played in. I played on the Solheim team. Um, I had another top five and it was like, it was amazing to me that people still brought up big break over like soul. Like it was just fascinating. Yeah. I'm like, wow. So people actually watch the show right. and oh, yeah. like it. So reality TV still. Yeah. Or like how many men, creepy old men I'd say come up and like, want me to sign my bikini photo. <laughs> oh, <no.
1: laughs> like, oh my gosh. How many stories of that do you have?
0: I was oh like, hell! Where did you get this? The internet is printed <laughs> off, and I'm just like, okay.
3: <laughs> I've never heard that. That's priceless. That's that's. Oh, it, that is great. Reed, you'll see right there. It,
0: when we get fans again. It will come out. I'm telling you, they will they will pull that puppy out.
3: That's <laughs> funnier than hell. I
0: was like no, that. I'm ancient now. That was years ago. It's like, <laughs> so funny. What's the fan
3: situation
2: like for you guys?
0: Oh, it sucks right now. Like, okay, so we have Kia. We have our uh, Kia Classic and we have ANA. So um, San Diego and Palm Springs and my family can't even come watch. Like my parents can't even come out. It's terrible right now. So my mom and my parents live 30 minutes from the Kia event. So they're pretty bummed just cause it's close. It's easy to get to. And then Palm Springs is hour and a half. Same thing. So just california and it's lockdown kind of thing and it's just to me it's ridiculous because at the end of the day they're your family so and they you know they have to have a credential like so why does it matter if if there's three girls in a group if there's six people out watching yeah. like it makes zero me right. it's beyond yeah. crazy to me there's more people in the grocery store or on a plane i mean i just flew home from mexico with how many people on a plane
2: I know it's great in Montreal. Well, I'm in Toronto now, but I'm from Montreal. So I was just there like to visit family and there's a curfew there until like eight. And I'm like, there's more people in the grocery store two in the afternoon squished in a line than who are getting yeah. together after curfew.
0: What about the people flying in? How many yeah. people are on a plane flying in all the time? I mean, I get it. You're now quarantined and all that, the rules that you have, but still like it's, it's it's getting to a point of ridiculousness, the fact that it's not like they're sitting in a stadium or, I mean, oh, exactly. if, if if church can be conducted in the same town, why can't we have people out watching?
2: Yeah, and uh, for me, well, in Canada, we can't even get out to the States, so can't see any events, but do you guys know if the Canadian woman's open, what the word it is on that?
0: Uh, so far, it's on our schedule, so... I'm, I'm thinking that they're going to, like, have some – either they're going to charter us in or we're going to get some testing um, protocol of something because, I mean, we're going to Asia. So Singapore yeah. and Thailand are on. So, um, yeah, Reid, we might be going to Asia. I haven't told you that yet. But. Yeah,
3: no, I know. I, uh, I was talking to some of the guys today. We were we were discussing that. I love it. Singapore would be a We are of
0: Asia. Well, well I wasn't – I was, like, kind of low on the list um, just – not you know finishing great in 2019 so but a lot of girls are pulling out because they don't like stipulation um some of the stipulation is uh you know flying we got tests like three times that week um right. we literally get to go golf course to hotel we cannot leave the hotel we have to eat either in room service or there's like a ballroom that we get to eat in um and then if you do test positive you get to go to a hospital for two weeks so that is that is, I think the <laughs> that is the, the kicker that people are kind of weighing, going, uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I'm glad I Reed and I, gonna, I have
0: already had it.
3: Yeah, it makes it makes a little more a little more yeah, ease.
0: I'm I'm gonna actually go test on Wednesday for um and see if I still have antibodies. I kind of just want to know if I'm still riding this. Show. right, yeah, yeah. I, yeah.
1: I think I'm gonna put my money on Ryan in Asia, given her experience with weird golfing atmospheres and the big break this is going to be yes. very strange for a lot of people so i think you got the upper hand
0: i like it the only upper hand i do not have is the fact that i can't use the gym i'm gonna go Re's gonna call me he's gonna be like what are you doing i go i'm walking circles in my room
2: yeah. bring the gym to you
0: yeah right like mm. i'm just gonna literally make shift you're gonna see some funky videos of like my boredom <laughs> Me whatever I can I better get some TV shows ready or something oh man
2: uh, it's a crazy but, year so you got to adapt oh,
0: crazy year it's going on too yeah. yeah no kidding but I think I think the Canadian Open is going to be a go like I said if we can make these work um I'm pretty sure that we can we'll end up making the Canadian and by the time we actually have it it's I'm hoping with all these people getting vaccinated that it will open up a bit more yeah i just know
2: in canada they have like my father will be in florida and they have to stay in a hotel for two weeks
0: yeah so or we're gonna be on lockdown like they're gonna do the whole golf course the hotel thing and that's it so they're gonna be like they're trying to make things work as best as possible and yeah
2: well you're in vancouver so too far for me so
0: yeah, is that where we're playing this year? I was trying I was trying to figure out yeah. where we are. Actually.
2: Yeah, I think it's in Vancouver. It's uh Where was la-
0: where was last year supposed to be?
2: I think Ottawa. That's why uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: it's supposed to be a killer course that we missed too. Oh really? Yeah, but where are we yeah, I forget where we're playing in Vancouver, but I heard that's a great I mean any Canadian Open course that we play it's, uh, is
2: Shaughnessy great. Golf course. There's a, there's a oh, lot of good golf I've heard BC. good things.
0: Oh, there's, there's a ton good of good BC. golf in and in Canada, in general is a ton of good
2: golf yeah yeah, yeah. well uh, so. as we do on every episode we're sort of getting near the end we we started this new thing we're drafting different things and in honor of this being a sort of an LPGA special we're going to be drafting our the best LPGA players of all time okay you could, you could do your own creative spin on it you could decide you want to do uh for a unique golf swing the best or just overall the best the best in majors the best non-majors we'll each pick two we'll go like that okay fair Ryan enough we'll give you, guys you the go honors of,
1: of going oh, first I,
0: I go first okay um gentlemen here Ryan well Ladies first. <laughs> obviously there's like the best but I'm gonna go with my two best and that would be Nancy Lopez and who would my second best be I mean uh, Lorena Cho is pretty bomb. I mean, she came out, but she yeah. dominated for a year and then said, See you later, everybody.
2: Ryan. But, you get Nancy Lopez. Um, it's a snake draft. You, you can't pick what? two at the start. <laughs> you get Nancy Lopez. You can't pick two at the start. It goes around.
0: You're <laughs> well, Nancy to get Lopez, I'm I mean, in. This... What?
2: You're trying to get both your oh, picks in. Okay, I only got, get one. I
0: thought I had to pick two. So Nancy Lopez is my one.
2: No, you get a two. You get a second one when it gets back around.
0: Okay, fair
2: enough. You guys go next. Nolan, we go to you because Reed went first last week.
1: <laughs> oh, man. See, I really want to take Lorena Ochoa, so I feel really bad. Um, you can. No, so, yeah, I mean, what you were saying about her, the fact that she played – what, she played like six years on tour or something? and like, Not a lot. Not a lot. And just dominated, just absolutely dominated. Um, but let's see. Um,
0: you could take her. It's okay. I have another. No,
1: no, no. I, I value, um, I value wins. And you know who has the most wins ever? Annika. Kathy Whitworth. Kathy Whitworth. Kathy
0: Whitworth. You're going old school.
1: Old school. I mean, you know, there's nothing, nothing that speaks louder than wins. 88 wins. Yeah. Six majors. Yeah. I, I get that. You know, she didn't play like back in the 30s or something. She was um, playing for 20 62, years from the six, 60s to, to the 85. 80s. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kathy, I mean, yeah.
2: enough said. Well, no one, I thought you were going to take mine. I'm not going to be a fool here, beat around the bush. I'm going with Annika. Yeah. Of course. You got to go with uh, We saw her back in competition. But to me, I'm yeah. with Ryan a little bit. The old school well, – I don't know if Ryan believes that, but she said the old school. I think it doesn't take away anything from it, but I, I think it's gotten a lot more competitive. Oh, a totally. A ton. When yeah. Attica was playing. And to win 73 times is just, like, absurd. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: You
0: always wonder, though, like, when they disappear, like how they would actually compete now. Like, yeah. how would right. Tiger be now with all these guys that exist now? Yeah. I mean – I feel like they groom it to what it is now, and that's always going to be the case. You know, Jack right Nicklaus groomed it, Kathy Whitworth yeah, exactly. groomed it. I think it, it's always like you, can't, really era, compare. Yeah. you can't compare. Yeah,
2: can't compare because the the technology is different. You could always say like, I'm sure Tiger would have dominated the same as he dominated then. Yeah. Just, let's I not
1: mean, let's let's not get into. Are you are you, Ryan? Are you disregarding Tiger Woods right now? I'm.
0: No, I'm definitely not disregarding Tiger Woods. I'm just, I'm just simply stating that Tiger Woods in this period was ridiculously, I mean, unbelievably amazing. But I would love to see if that crime would have, how that would have now. Yeah, I, I agree. Hey, hey to totally, co- We can ask you my coach do- that collection.
1: Yeah, and you want to – it's hard because you want to do that in every single sport, right? You always want to compare across eras, and it's just impossible to do. It's
3: so hard to do. Look at the NBA even. like. Yeah. I mean, right, so. I'm yeah, going to uh, go with a girl who has 60 wins, uh, played back in like the 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, 60 wins, 15 majors, and that's Patty
1: Burke. Patty. Oh, Patty. Bird. That's my—that's my mom's name, Reed.
3: Well, there you Patty. have. It. That's, yeah, that's why that's she Patty, was big. Uh,
1: yeah, most majors, right? Uh, yeah, most majors. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've got—I've got, I've got a list of seven different. here. So any time it gets taken, I just check it off the box, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, it, it's back to you now. Now,
0: uh. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with you know, Reed since we discussed this other week about how you thought <laughs> I someone, this gonna come out. someone didn't have any majors, yeah. false facts that you guys produced. Yeah. Um, can you guys name who I'm guessing? Julie Inkster.
3: Yeah. Julie. Inkster. We, we, were, we were talking. She is Julie not Inkster. a player
0: that hasn't had any majors. She definitely has a couple under her belt.
3: 31 thirty-one wins and seven majors. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: Watch great. out! False yeah. facts. Oh God, Ugh. we're gonna get canceled already. No,
0: no way. This is great because you just, you know, Reed told me that story, and I was like, wait a second, no way.
3: It was when we were talking like uh, most dominating players of all time. No, no, best players without a major. We were doing that. Yeah, without a major. And, and she he goes, had come up in our conversation somehow, and her and I were talking about the next day, and I was like, wait a second, she can't have any.
1: She has to have major. She was too hey. good. You know what? Yeah. I think it was some some demo on Twitter that did that. I don't think it was us. Definitely <laughs> not us. That's totally
0: fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. Guess what? No one is perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, you know what it just means is that you guys don't just Google everything for knowledge. Like, it's just more raw, and it's nice. It's right. not like just, okay, let's That's why we got
3: every pick
2: wrong. Every
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah, Zach's got our only correct pick on a PGA Tour event, I think. Bryson DeChambeau a few weeks
0: ago. Well, well, I'm sure if you pick Bryson, JT,
1: um,
0: Dustin, Patrick Reed, if you pick those guys at some point, they're all going to – if if you just picked them every week, you're going to win sometime.
2: No, no, you'd be surprised. (laughs) We are not. That's what we do, and we're not right.
1: (laughs) No, No, exactly to you.
2: Two years.
1: Is it back to me? Sure. Why not? I mean, Ryan just handed her back to me, so I'm gonna go with Lorena Ochoa. Uh, I did. I told you you
0: can have
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she's incredible, and the fact that she just decided to walk away from golf, I think, like she, I think she said something like she wanted to walk out as the number one ranked golfer in the world. And that's what she did. And I don't know, that's just like pimping to me. That's just like, well, there's, just, yeah, there's no
0: way to fall from that position. Like you're like, yeah. I'm just going to take that number one and just hang on to it.
1: So, I wonder how long it took her to like fall out of the top 100 or something like, <laughs> like after she retired,
0: probably 91 weeks. I think <laughs> the when they like recycle or I, we looked up the Rolex ranking. yesterday and just how like how they recycle like out mm-hmm. of event. So,
1: wow. That, <laughs> she doesn't play for like a whole year and she's still in the top 100 or something that's insane. Crazy. Yeah.
2: So, for for my pick, I'm going off the map here. We know as a Canadian, I got to go Canadian a little bit. Oh. Probably the best Canadian golfer ever. We know Mike Weir's yep. on the Masters, but Brooke Henderson First of all, I think I'm pretty young. At least I like to think still. She's three years younger than me. and has won I was going to say, wow, you're picking year.
0: really young. Yeah.
2: She's won a major. She won the Women's P.J. Championship. She has three other top tens of majors. So four total. She has a
0: Canadian. How many Canadian opens does she have? One? Two?
2: One, yeah. One? Yeah. yeah so, uh, I mean,
0: she's a solid player. Always solid. Always, you know, up there every week.
2: Yeah, so it's crazy to have someone like the PGA Tour. It's actually shocking. I think I was saying it a couple of weeks ago. How in Toronto especially, Brooke Henderson gets as much attention as anyone on the PGA Tour outside of yeah. Woods. Oh,
0: 100%, yeah. We go to Canada and we play, and every I mean, it's amazing the crowd we get to watch. It's just it's so cool.
2: We're just excited like, to have an athlete. Outside, of but hockey. you guys out. Are-
0: yeah, but Canadians always support our events so nice, like so well. Like, you guys are just stoked to have events. Yeah, we're, like, we're something just happy to, yeah. to be Yeah, Canada
2: included.
3: Canada
2: is not snowing. It's
0: sunny. Let's go. Yeah.
3: yeah. All right, last pick here, uh, Zach. I thought you were gonna take her because it's kind of the most obvious one out there left. Uh, Kari Webb had forty-one wins, seven majors. Um, I think it's uh, got to be noted she's one of the best of all time women's golf. For sure. Yeah, I have to stick with the Canadian. Stay on. I don't through.
0: know. Y- Yanni would give a lot of, would give run for money too.
3: Yeah, Yanni. So, what about Sammy
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of greats. So, right. you know, I think uh, women's golf is definitely in need of like a dominant factor. And, you right. know, I think that always, in, in, in men's and women, like, if anyone yeah. like Tiger came along and dominated, and it just did, it, it changes the game because you get so changes everything for one person. Yeah,
3: you know, yeah. So,
2: and before we move on to our, our trivia and close things off, I forgot to mention. So, this is the main podcast, that are from the stadium, from the Back Tees Network. But we actually just have our guy Joe. He started a Girls Got Game podcast, all for the LPGA, and he's really starting to grow that, and that that's been getting great engagement and. Hopefully it helps grow the game a little bit, at least do our part. I
0: love it. Any support is yeah. always great. So
2: Well, before we, we go things off, did you know Reed is a huge trivia guy? Oh yeah.
3: I, oh boy. Uh, I don't think I've I don't think I've really done too much with her. I I love trivia, right?
0: I do I need to always... fact check you?
3: For
2: for uh, sure. I mean, oh my god. He once told us there were there was like a hundred thousand hotels in Vegas.
3: <laughs> Hotel rooms, motherfucker. No, at the time of hotels, we said hotel rooms. Uh, But this one is is, uh, easy to look up if you want to double fact check it. Uh, When was the last snow recorded in Palm Beach County? So we always do it to where, like, the men are playing usually that week. Okay. And they're in West Palm Beach this week. So the last snow was recorded in Palm Beach County when? A, 1951. B nineteen seventy seven, C nineteen ninety, or D twenty
0: twenty. Twenty
2: twenty. No, it couldn't have been twenty
1: twenty. Nineteen ninety. I'm going seventy seven. The year the Portland Trailblazers won the chip.
3: Well, no one, you are correct. It was nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen what? Nineteen
1: seventy
2: seven. Wow. Still don't understand right. how it ever snows there.
3: Forty, forty-four years. Does it snowed there?
2: My brain is yeah. not smart enough to comprehend how it could just snow somewhere once in forty-three years. when that
3: whole snowstorm came across the when when that storm came across the country this year, every state had snow on it except for Florida. Oh,
2: they avoid it. They do it well. Yeah, it's
0: crazy. Reed, you could have done the you could have done the trivia of the panda penis.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we had a classic conversation about the panda penis i think what was it like how how big was it like three centimeters
0: or something?
2: oh so they're like uh, remarkably small panda i penis. think it's
0: like i think it's like six centimeters or something
3: yeah it's something stupid small for how big the animal is it's like a little nub and that's why they have trouble reproducing it's gonna be mm-hmm. a real graphic picture but does it grow the panda penis <laughs> 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 No,
0: it's a, it's a I don't,
3: I don't know. I w I couldn't
1: answer
0: Anhard, that for you. Exact. Limp there's, Yeah, there's <laughs> there's not a tribute. there's not an answer of yeah, hard or soft. <laughs> <laughs>
1: totally.
0: Total
1: <laughs> and I well, feel I'm so bad for it. those guys now. Like at first yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous that we're talking about this, but now I just feel like so bad. That's just defaming yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the pandas.
0: It's a very big problem.
3: Or <laughs> <We're> little. No
2: <Nope.
0: laughs>
3: Hey Zach, perfect title, perfect title for the podcast. How big is a panda penis?
0: Yeah, perfect. Honestly, him right in.
3: That might have to be it, but that'll really take away from
2: interview with Ryan. Just like, <laughs> screw that, we're calling it the panda penis.
0: I, I can be the, I can be the punchline. It's okay.
2: Oh, that's hilarious. Knowing, <laughs> uh, knowing as we do, are there fun facts?
1: Yeah. I'll give you a quick and easy Tiger fact. We already kind of touched on it. So, um, that being said, the only golfer in professional golf ever to win more wins, to win more professional tournaments than Tiger Woods is, of course, Kathy Whitworth. Congratulations to Kathy. Still holding that mantle. Hey. Um, Tiger Tiger. Did just tie um, Patty Berg with majors, so he's got 15, she's got 15, so he tied the uh, the LPGA record there, but still chasing Kathy at 88.
0: I think people are going to chase Kathy for a really long time.
1: Yeah, it's never <laughs> never going to happen.
0: No. Nope.
3: Never going to happen. No. Nope. Well,
0: a win's a win. There's have... still a ton of players in the field. You got to beat.
3: Right. Can't can't get 88.
2: It's impossible. But Ryan, thanks so much for coming on. We we really appreciate it, and for sure we're going to have to have you on again soon to hear some good stories from the course for you too.
0: Sounds good. Definitely. Yeah, look thank you. To I it.
3: appreciate
2: it. Thanks,
0: guys. Thank thanks, you.
3: Ryan. Thank you for listening to From the Back Tees. On right toward the hole. And- we hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information and updates, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FromTheBackTees.
0: I'm going to enjoy it for the rest of my life. See you next week. Be the ball,